You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. one 800 0606 or visit horseandhound.com.au. 27-7. They keep building on this front end pressure. Firefox at the top of the lane. Shakes off AG's White Sox. LL Cool J moves to second. Spirit of St. Louis starting to pick up. Deus X shaking loose. He comes up four and five wide. Majestic Cruiser badly held up. They're into the home straight. Firefox, Spirit of St. Louis goes to him. Firefox, Spirit of St. Louis. Deeper out. Deus X, Spirit of St. Louis. Spirit of St. Louis takes it. Downing fire. Well, we know he's very good. Spirit of St. Louis. That was the one dies mate from the Brisbane Carnival last year. He turns up in WA, but he's not the favourite in this race sponsored by Garrards over the long trip, the 2,500 metres at Gloucester Park. Good Friday. Good morning to Chris Barsby. How are you, Chris? I'm well, Steve. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Can I ask who the favourite is? Laverage 165, 250 Spirit of St. Louis. Yeah, and I think that's right as well. I think the tab market framers have got that spot on. Uh, we all saw the effort of Leverage o last week, uh, chasing home Magnificent Storm, the fact that he finally draws. I'm not surprised. So, you know, that, that's probably a touch skinny, the 165. But if you look back at the replay from last week, he's the horse to beat. So I'll be really interested in the thoughts of Matty Young a little bit later in the program. Steve, we've got a big weekend of harness racing action coming up. There's no racing tomorrow not locally anyway, we've got Albion Park Saturday night. But, Steve, as you know, all roads are going to leave the Marburg on Sunday. You've been to that track. You know what it's like. It's probably an hour's drive west of Brisbane. It's well worth checking out. And it's their feature meeting on Sunday because it's their big Easter Sunday program. And the feature at this meeting is the Oakwood Capital Strike Gold Strike Series. So it's a really good race. Heats were staged last week. Uh, 2,200 metres, standing start conditions. So it's well worth checking out. Nine races and action starts just after noon there on Sunday. So if you're at a loose end, why not uh, you know jump in the car, head west? It's only an hour out of Brisbane, like I said, and it's well worth having a look at because this is going to be a good race. The Oakwood Capital Gold Strike Series final. The last couple of years it's been run. It's been uh, keenly sought after. So am I last year. Glen Eagle Warrior the year before. Ghost Gum for the Wiedemans. Escalier and Major Dewar. They've been previous winners obvious race and one man that's got a bit of pressure on him for a number of reasons is Trent Moffat because not only has he got one of the heat winners from last week and he was impressive Chancellor Century but he's also got the sponsor's horse going around for him Chancellor Century is raced by Craig Whiteoak and Craig is the man that is behind Oakwood Capital so there is a little bit of extra pressure for Trent but he joins us now Trent appreciate the time no worries Chris good morning if he goes like he did last week in the heat, can they get around him? Uh, I, I think it'll be hard to get around him if if he can get away well and jump to the front. Maybe um, run a pretty quick last half last week around Marburg, so it will be a lot stronger this week though. Pretty quick last half. He shot the lights out if we had lights at Marburg. Oh, I had to go looking through the record books like. 55.7, I think his last half last week. Like they don't go any faster there, Trent. No, no, that's for sure, mate. Um, you know, you probably won't find a quicker last half. As I say, I did have it reasonably easy early. So um, whether it just being a final, there may be some more moves there. Might put a bit more pressure into the race. But um, he's well and he should race well again. OK, so most importantly, being a stand start, uh, it, it's all important. 
How did you feel he got away last week? Is there a little bit room for improvement with the start with Chancellor Century? Uh, I don't think so, mate. He's been really good. He's probably been the best one out of the four that I tried to qualify. Um, he's just got better and better every week at it. And he seems to be one that's getting faster away as we progress. So um, if he gets away well like last week, they'll be hard-pressed to hold him out. Okay. How do you sort of line up those horses to your inside? Jane Perlin, Chevron Weed, Trust, Artie Francis. If he begins like he did last week, can he find top again? I think so, mate, but um, in saying that, last week there was a few that missed away and were steady away, so um, Jang Pal, Arnie Francis, and in Chevron we trust all jumped well last week, so um, he'll have to be on his game to get across those ones early. Okay. What about some of these horses that are starting from handicap? Zach Lowe's been impressive so far. Uh, Me, Furioso Toro, like your guy, Chancellor Century, recorded really good sectionals last week. Mystery actor is the backmark of 30. As you know, probably better than most. It, it's hard to sort of give horses a start at Marburg and run them down. Yeah, for sure. Um, the handicaps are going to play a factor in this race. But um, as you said, me, uh, Graham's horse, he was very impressive off the track last week in a slowly run heat. And Mr. Reactor and Ben's horse were both impressive as well. So um, if the race is the pressure's on early, that might just bring the back market into it a bit if, if we um, cop a bit of heat out in front. Yeah. But your guy can absorb a little bit of pressure. He's not a weak horse. He can he can sustain a run. Yeah, for sure. He's um he seems to be a lot better in a stand race than a mobile. Um, for some reason, I'm not sure since I've had him anyway. But um, but yeah, no, he's been very good good this time in, and um, hopefully all going well. We can have a bit of luck. All right. So you wouldn't swap him for anything in the final. Ah, uh, no, no, definitely not. All right. Like I said, a little bit of extra pressure. Race by Craig White Oak. It sponsors the race, so he's obviously going to be there on Sunday. So uh, it'll be a, a great thrill to win with the sponsor right alongside you. Yeah, for sure. We tried to get three through for him, and we only got one. So um, hopefully uh, this solo can do the job for him. Okay. Well, that's the final. I want to just ask quickly about the consolation, because you've got Vanity Bay stepping out here. He's been super since being under your care. You've obviously got the key to him. What did you make of his effort last week? That sprint home, uh, did you just sort of lose the back of uh, me, Furioso Toro, there late? Uh, yeah, mate, he's um, he's a big fella and he hasn't done a lot of racing at Marburg. He just didn't handle that bend quite quite that well last week out wide, but they did did run super super on the sectionals last week, him and, him and the winner and... Um, like, I think his half was 55 on himself off the track. So um, I still think he went very well. Yeah, they're phenomenal numbers around Marburg. Uh, just, just looking at it, he starts with a 10-metre handicap. Will he be better for that experience last week at the track? I think that's his second start there now. So is he starting to get used to it? Or because he is a big horse, it always will be a bit of a battle? Oh, I don't think so, mate. I think, you know, if we can just get away closer and not be so wide or even... Hopefully, if the tempo suits, we might be able to make a move. But um, I do think he'll handle the track a lot better if we're in a, in a better position. Okay. It's a very competitive lineup. the Consolation. Luck's going to play a really big role there. Yeah, well, it's probably as even as the final. Like, There's probably not a lot between most of them. Um, probably come down to luck and running and, and how they get away. And what's been the key with Vanity Bay? Because uh, you've sparked uh, something in him because he's absolutely flying at the moment. 
Uh, maybe just the change of scenery, mate. He's um, he's a good good eating horse, and um, I've, I've changed a little bit with his shoeing. That might be a bit have something to do with it as well. But um, he's he's just steadily improved every start I've given him. Um, his first couple were probably a little bit subpar compared to his most recent starts, and he seems to be maintaining that level now. Okay, well, we wish you the best of luck. Hopefully you can walk away with both the consolation and the final, but Chancellor Century certainly looks a terrific chance in that final. Just quickly today, Shady's Collect first up. She's a key runner in race seven. Look really good in a trial here. It's 2,040 first up. What are the confidence levels like with uh, this runner today? Uh, pretty high, mate. I've been very happy with her. Um, I was planning on heading her to Marburg, but her stand manners weren't going to be good enough, so I pulled the pin on that and, um, yeah, just try and get her into a race today to hopefully kick off a campaign this time well. She was able to find the lead in that trial. If she found the lead today off that trial, she'll take some catching, won't she? Yeah, for sure. She's um, she's developed into more of a stronger type than a speedy type and um, it, we'll be going forward and trying to lead. Um, if not, we'll probably stay wherever we get to. So um, I think she's a good chance either way. All right, awesome stuff. I really appreciate the time. Best of luck over the next couple of days, but in particular on Sunday at Marburg. Thanks, Chris. There's Trent Moffat joining us. So he's got a great chance there, no question, with uh, Chancellor Century, who was very impressive. His sectionals were just out of this world. Also, also very good sectionally last week was Me Furioso Toro. Now, he's aiming for a hat-trick. He's going to start. He's got to overcome a 10-metre handicap. So he's going to have a little bit of a... Uh, a battle with traffic issues early. His trainer is Graham Dwyer, and he joins us now. Graham, appreciate the time. Hey, good morning, Chris. Can you take this Oakwood Capital Gold Strike Series final? Oh, I think it's a pretty open race. Um, I thought his run last week was terrific. Uh, I thought his sectionals were probably probably the best in the day, I'd say. Um, yeah, and, I, and he hasn't taken a backward step, so I'll give him a good chance. Yeah. You've raised Marburg uh, a number of years now. But those sectionals, they're just unbelievable, aren't they? Well, when I first looked at it, I thought it couldn't be right. But um, but the horse, I've always said the horse has got very good high speed and um, he's slowly just starting to, to get it together, really. And um, so in some ways it didn't surprise me, but the time was that good. Like, it's sort of hard to believe when you first see it. Mm. In saying that, though, the, the, the quality of horse that's now going to Marburg, it's improved out of sight too, hasn't it? Well, you know, pretty much any um, standard horse you could say could run, you know, 57, 56 around there. And uh, I think the track record's below 56 or 55 or something. But, you know, it just goes to show that, uh, you know, doesn't matter where you go these days, it's it's hard racing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just with the start, stand starts, always a bit of a, a, a lottery. You don't know what to expect. Just with your guy, Lone Sweet, he got away well, not great. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I think he's got the room, you know, because of his manners, I suppose. I think that will only help him to some degree. Uh, at least he's not sort of jammed up in between them. Um, I think that's a plus for us. Mm. The other thing, like you said, for sheer speed, high speed, he's probably one of the standout performers in this race. So that might be uh, to his advantage, uh, you know, uh, come the end of the race. Well, I think so, Chris. Um, let's say, you know, he's probably not going to begin good enough to be up there early, but, um, you know, but the last part of the race is when you want to be involved and uh, it's over the longer trip. Um, so I expect him hopefully to, 
sort of settle settle nicely there early and uh, you know, hopefully be able to get over them at the end. Do you think 2200 might find out if you're here on Sunday? I think so. Yeah, I, I think it's a, diff, a different sort of a, a race at extra distance. And, um, and let's be honest, they're not the, the highest calibre of horse, you know, across the whole page, I suppose. But but having said that, you've got Marburg, uh, the track itself to contend with, and obviously Manners and, um, you know, and as much as, you know, they're, they're not the best horses in Brisbane, but they're, they're still going to run a great race around there. And you have to be on your best to um, be in the finish. Well, we just spoke with Trent Moffat, with Chancellor Century. He, he's talking a, uh, a big race for his guy. Who, who looks the hardest to beat, in your opinion, for me, Furioso Toro? Um, ben Battle's horse. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Yeah, yeah. I thought his run was yeah. terrific the other day. He went good in a trial there a week or two earlier. And, uh, you know, I, I think he's uh, going to be tucked away early and might be the place to be. If he has a bit of luck, he should be hard to beat. Okay. How many times have you had a crack at the uh, the, the Gold Strike Series there? I think I've run second. I had goal kick of it in at one time, and uh, I think she might have run second in that race. Um, but apart from that, that's about it. All right. So you're due then? Oh, overdue, Chris. Well and truly. <laughs> well, you're doing a super job. Uh, tell me this one. Surface, he's going to start on Saturday night. He trialled the other day, Stan Star trial, and he was sensational. So... Looking long term, Redcliffe Cup could that could that be an option for him? Well, he's uh, like he's untapped is the way that I could probably best describe him because he gets on the chew a little bit. We you know we're still learning with him in a way, um, and what he's doing is, is still surprising us. So um, you know he's only five, so I, I'd expect him just to progress as he gets older. But um, whether it's this year or next year, you know we'll see what happens. But I do believe he's got the ability to be in the race. I definitely got the speed. Um, if the men has come our way a little bit, I, I, I do believe he could sit on, you know, over a journey and peel off it. But I do think he's got to come off the bridle a little bit and uh, to be in the finish. Mm. He, he was so impressive in that trial. I, I wouldn't say he surprised you, but uh, the times, they were just phenomenal. Well, it's funny, it's... Um, he just keeps on improving, you know. Like, and we don't, we can't put our finger on why. Um, but he, he just every week, or it, well, you, you can see his progression. It's always, you know, he might have a hiccup along the way, but then he'll come out and then he sort of half shows you what he's going to be able to, to, to uh, like to do. And I, I think, like down the track, I, I think he can run a, a real cheeky mile, especially with the right horse running in front. I think he could sit on anything. Okay, well, we'll keep following him with interest. He lines up on Saturday night. Uh, just quickly, uh, you're flying solo this weekend. The rest of the crew, they've headed to Tamworth for the big mini trotting championships, uh, always this time of year at Easter. So Laney's headed down there. How long now before he's uh, amongst the big boys out on the track driving in races? Well, his first drive is on Tuesday, Chris. And uh, so he's got, I think, it's the last race on Despondent. Um, yeah, so he's finally got there. So he's uh, he finished off at home there with his own club with the ponies, and he won his last race. So he's really happy about yeah. that, um, you know. And so now he's sort of in with the big fellas now, and I'm sure in a bit of time he'll he'll do well. So how excited is he about Tuesday then? Oh he, yeah, off tap. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's making sure I dominate him. That's for sure.
<laughs> and with, with him winning that mini trot race last week, the last one that he's gone around in, he knocked off his little sister as well. Yeah, like he um, he actually had a bit of a big salute down the down the straight, but I think um, just talking to him after, it was more, you know, half of it was beating his sister, but the other half is pretty much, you know, the, the club's been so good to him for the pony racing and that in, in, in Brisbane and, and sort of like the championships that they go away to and, and it's really taken him from a spot where, you know, he's got a lot to learn and, and he's, he's, he's really grounded him all the way through. And, and I think he owed a lot to the club and I, I think that's part of his appreciation to the club and and um, everyone involved. Yeah, great stuff. And, and just on Tamworth, I, I'm learning more and more about it. But th- this, is, this is big time stuff because a lot of kids are coming from all parts of New South Wales. A lot of kids are heading down from Queensland. So it, it's serious stuff. Oh, it's serious, mate. You know, to see the looks on their faces when they get out on the track, and they well, they all have a ball, but you know, there's a serious side to it as well, and um, but a, a big fun side, and they they make a lot of friends, sort of like, you know, from Victoria to Queensland, and like Lane, for instance, got friends, you know, all that, you know, right through that whole region, and uh, you know, to get that sort of head start in his in a young in his young life, like it's a good start to uh, in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Well, really appreciate the time, Graham. Good luck across the weekend. And most of all, best of luck on Tuesday with Laney's first drive as well. Yeah, no, looking forward to it and uh, it'll be great. Thank you. Excellent. There's Graham Dwyer joining us. So he's going to step out. Me, Furioso Toro, in that feature at Marburg, the Oakwood Capital Gold Strike Series final. The horse that needs to overcome the biggest handicap is Mr. Reactor. He starts off 30 metres. It's a tall order, but this guy is absolutely flying. He's been placed three of his last four. He was third in the heat last week. Kelly Dawes take the drive on Mystery Actor, and Kelly's been kind enough to join us this morning. Kelly, appreciate the time. No worries, Chris. Thanks for having me. Is it too tall an order, overcoming that 30-metre handicap, or is he well within range here? Oh, look, looking at the field, I think he is within range. Um, 30 metres probably gets us out of a bit of trouble, and... There's nothing on the 20 in front of us, so hopefully we can sort of see what's going ahead and weave any weave away from any drama that's happening ahead of us. Yeah. I just spoke with Graham Guy, I spoke with Trent Moffat, and they're both talking, you know, big games with their horses, Chancellor Century, Moffat, Graham's got me, Furioso, Tora. The sectionals out of last week's heat, they, they were just mind-blowing, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Um, I was really happy with my guy. He probably copped a little bit of a check at the... Um, probably at the 700 and it's sort of probably put him back a little bit and cost him, I would say, running second at least. But um, I think this week he'll be a bit more forward again and I definitely think he's right in it, that's for sure. Okay, what about the start? Last week he was okay. Can he be better again on the Sunday, that experience of last week? Yeah, look, I was just relieved to get around safely um, last week. We had a we had a horse in front of us which had pretty bad manners, so we we're sort of just trying to dodge that one a bit as well and um, just take our time. We'll probably take the same approach this week. Um, just let him settle into his gear, and then we'll we'll hope to do all the work in the back end of the race. Okay, like I said uh, to, to the guys before, twenty two hundred. Uh, you're the back marker. There, there might be a few found out here uh, over the latter stages, so that might be a good thing for you where you can overpower them late. Yeah, look, obviously we're, we're the back marker, which means we're the highest graded horse. Um, I think he's he's probably got the most form around him. Um, 
and and I do think he's strong enough to to run it out. I um in this grade, like we'll be able to put him into the race when's needed when it's needed. Okay, who's the horse to beat in your opinion after looking at the heats last week? Oh look, it's it's such a hard hard race to pinpoint anything. These races really find everyone out, and I think we've seen that in previous years. Um, I guess I guess who steps the best and lobs handy or or can stay out of trouble. Um, uh, you can't write anyone off from this sort of race. Okay, uh, just just with Mister Reactor, is it just a maturity thing? Like he's always shown ability right from the very start of his career, but is it just a maturity thing? Because right now he's probably going better than he's ever gone. Yeah, look, he was probably a pretty weak horse. He's always been pretty high speed. Um, he, he's still a stallion, um, so that probably helped him and he's matured and it's helped him gain a little bit more strength as he's grown up. So um, I think that's probably been the biggest key, just um, getting that strength about him. Okay, well, we wish you all the best there on Sunday with Mystery Actor. One other horse that I wanted to ask you about, lining up on Saturday night, your own horse here, Mystery Actor, trained by your dad, Jed, but your own filly, May Wings Lanina, she's going to tackle an APG Gold Bullion mixed heat for the three-year-old. So you're up against the boys, but tell me, would you say this filly's a little underrated, May Wings Lanina? Um, I think so. Um, look, I, I don't mind her being underrated. We can probably fly under the radar a little bit. Um, but last year, she really had to... She was thrown amongst it last year, and she met Jill Melody just uh, every way she went. And um, I don't think you can get much better than her, but she's really come back better than ever this year. So I'm hoping we've got a pretty pretty good season ahead of us. OK, well, she's out now, had the two runs back. Uh, pleasing effort first up, went fourth, last time out second and that was a really good run sectionally probably couldn't have done any more saturday night she's got gate two how much gate speed does she have yeah she does actually have gate speed um she's sort of a funny horse and i've always tried to use it for a speed but this campaign it's always been about this apg race so I was sort of looking after her and just sort of trying to make sure that the, these next two weeks are the aim so um her sectionals last week, they they really shocked me. Like, she ran home in 27 flat. And, like, I know she can do it, but she did it really strong as well. Um, this week, we'll probably try and put her on the front end and, and just see what she can do from the front. Okay. Well, Bahamas Miss is not noted for early speed. So, if you find the front without using too much uh, juice early, it might be a thing for you. So, looking at it, um, who's the horse to beat here? Are you more worried about, say... Uh, Miss Fru-Fru or Mullen Ruby, or are you worried about the, the boys here, like the Ark and Wickeds, uh, Queensland and Mr Domingo types? Oh, look, to be honest, I'm not too worried about it going up about the boys. Um, as long as, you know, she handles handles the work, so we work out the gate, that's probably going to be the telling factor. But I'd just rather find out this week than, than find it out in the final. So we'll We'll see what we can do. But obviously, there's there's good form going into it around her. Um, every horse needs respect. Miss Fru-Fru, she's sort of travelled and back home now. She should probably, she should put in another good run. Okay. Well, we wish you the best of luck there with May wins, Lanina. One final thing before I let you go. There's been a heap of hype this week about Lancelot Bromack. He creates history, first horse, whether it be thoroughbred or standard bred, to have 500 starts. The record that he surpassed owned uh, was owned by a horse that you know very well in Destreos. I think he had 486 starts. No horses won more races at Albion Park than Destreos. Am I right in saying that you recently caught up with Destreos down in Tassie? Yeah, we um, recently went down and had a visit to him. Um, 
he he's full of beans, that's for sure. He he doesn't know he's any older. Okay, so he's still uh, enjoying life and just uh, loving life, obviously in retirement. Yeah, to be honest, um, you wouldn't you wouldn't think he looks any different to the day he finished racing. Um, he's still doing really well, and it just shows to goes to show them old horses they really just enjoy it. Well, no doubt about that. Did did he take to retirement easily, or has it taken a, a fair bit of getting used to? No, it did take him a while to settle into the retirement yeah, life. Um, I think that's probably why it took so long for him to make that final call on him. Um, it is really hard yeah, to well, do that when they, they just like getting out every day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's good to hear that uh, he's still going well and uh, and loving life down there in Tassie. Kelly, really appreciate the time. Good luck across the weekend. Uh, May win Glenita on Saturday night in that APG heat and then on Sunday in the, uh, the Gold Strike Series final. No worries, Chris. Thanks for having me. Hopefully it's a good weekend. Thanks, Kelly. Kelly Dawson joining us. Off the back, 28.6 in front. It is Labrador on the outside. Magnificent Storm. Zeus calls upon the Storm to try and lift. They come into the straight. The Mustang, the inside, trying to work into the clearest hands and wheels. It's Labrador shaking off the challenges. Joe boots away. Labrador's in front. He's going to add another feature to the mantelpiece. And Labrador beats Magnificent Storm. Third, Mighty Ronaldo. It's been a career highlight for Matty, Chris calling in one of his favourites there, winning the Bunbury Cup two starts ago, Group 3. And will he win tomorrow night? Yeah. Matty Young's with us now. How are you, Matt? Good morning to you. Uh, yeah, it's a, it was a great race. And I actually um, had more plans for Magnificent Storm winning than I did for Labrador. Joe. So <laughs> he, he, sort of, he sort of ruined my fun. But, um, yeah, he's, uh, he's going to be pretty hard to beat tomorrow. How much gate speed has he got? Um... He's got plenty of gate speed, and, I mean, he got crossed by Penny Tiger, but, I mean, as we know now, uh, Penny Tiger could probably cross anything in the country, so um, I don't think that's too much to be concerned about, and I think uh, with a horse drawn alongside him like Spirit of St. Louis, I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens earlier, but I think Chris will just be a little bit mindful because he did go rough in the Fremantle Cup and gallop, um, but Prior to that, he's never really done anything wrong from the inside draws. So uh, I think he can do enough, and I thought he'd find the top and be very hard to beat. Well, I, I don't want you to dampen my enthusiasm, but I just thought he was locked. Like, off that Bunbury Cup two starts ago, and then last week, he was super. As good as the winner was last week, Magnificent Storm. I thought Laverage Joe was sensational. And the fact that he's drawn gay too just leads and wins, surely. Yeah, look, I, I tend to agree with you, Chris. And um, seven days out from the Nullarbor, you've also got to have a look at it from a, a training standpoint yeah. too. You've got uh, Spirit of St. Louis, who you've got to say is going to be there for the looks. It wants to have a look at the track, make sure everything's OK, identify any issues if there is any. Of course, they're trying to win, but they're not going to barbecue the horse seven days out from a million-dollar race um, to prove a point. So... I think um, I think Labrador Joe can hold up early, and I thought he does look very hard to beat. And I too, I, I do agree with you. I believe he will lead and win this race. Yeah. Uh, just going back to last week's race, he, he made a statement, magnificent storm. Uh, he, he looked like he has just timed it to perfection. Ray Williams, they have him spot on for next week's feature, the Nullarbor. Yeah, he's uh, come back really well. They've identified a few issues with him and. Uh, been able to, to fix those, and he's racing better. He's travelling like the old Magnificent Storm. So there's a lot of positives to what he's doing, and 
Um, last week he got a, a win that was well deserved. The lead time really set up for him to be able to sweep from the back of the field. A bit similar to you, I was also very impressed with Lavra Joe. He's not a horse that really comes from the back of the field and makes ground, and he looked really sharp when he was sweeping around the outside. So uh, there was plenty of interest in last week's race, of course, going in towards the Nullarbor, and uh, we've still well, we've got Mighty Ronaldo's been named for JP Pacing, and he'll go around in the Nullarbor next week, and I don't think they'd try and lead with him again uh, because he's just a better horse sick kick. So tactically, it's going to be a very fascinating race, and the barrier draw takes place uh, about 12.30pm uh, Tuesday, Western Standard Time. Okay, well, I was going to ask about that, but so you've answered that question, and that is going to be so important. So the East Coast stars have arrived. You've got Loyalist, uh, Spirit of St. Louis, steps out tomorrow night, you better zip it. He couldn't have made a bigger statement than what he did last week at Menangle. Sub-49, smashed his rivals, and, uh, gee, he's going to take some beating if he comes up with a nice draw next week. Yeah, he's got that size, too, that um, looks like it's really suitable to Gloucester Park, and uh, from all reports, he settled in really well. And, I mean, uh, we had Jason Grimson on uh, the Sports Daily last week here in Perth, and he basically declared him in that race and just said he wouldn't lose. And so I actually backed him and took the shorts. And then he's drifted out to nearly 350 late. And I thought, geez, this horse must have lost a leg in the space of two days. And... For him to go out and do what he did, I just, I, I'm astonished with um, how, how good this horse could be. Uh, I know it's different racing, Sydney to Perth, but um, he couldn't have been more impressive, as you mentioned, Chris, and it's really exciting to have him here. And I think it adds a great element to the race because of uh, that, that win last week has really thrown him up as, ooh, he could be that good that he can win this race. So uh, he's become a massive part of this race, uh, the Malibor next week. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Officials would have been beaming because uh, he was so impressive last week. So that's all in front of us next week. Barry Drones, Matt Outline, coming up on Tuesday. So that is going to be crucial for that race. So we're keen on leverage over here in this free-for-all coming through tomorrow night. Race five, number two. What else stands out for you tomorrow night, Matt? Uh, well, I like uh, race four, number seven, El Daytona. I thought it looks a really good race doing the form. I think he can blast the arm, and I think you'll find he's in front after a couple of hundred metres. And there doesn't appear to be too much pressure after that. So race four, number seven, looks to be one of my best on the card. I think never mind the chaos will win the third, but uh, she's not going to be any wonderful price. And the second, Goodfellas, is third up from a spell, and he should be winning as well. So... There's a couple of shorties that you could probably uh, bank them into and even in the Easter Cup, which is the other feature on the program. I think taking the mickey, she really stamped herself last start as coming back in really good form and she looks incredibly hard to beat in that race because the whole front line are all hand-up horses and she should be able to work her way to the top with just a safe beginning. So um, having a look with the markets and uh, she is currently... Well, she was... Three dollars. She's now two fifty. So she's about her right quote. But I think um, if you're looking for the best of the best, we'll go with race four, number seven, El Daytona. I thought he was uh, really hard to beat. Okay, El Daytona, the best bet tomorrow night at Gloucester Park. Just speaking of Gloucester Park, Tuesday night we saw some APG heats. 
Uh, the star mare, wonderful to fly, did what was expected. She buried her rivals. A little bit of an upset in the end times in Gelding's heat with uh, Tricky Mickey going under. Noted was able to score for Team Bond, Denny Roberts. So what do we take away from uh, those heats and looking towards the final? Wonderful to fly. She obviously looks a lot for the, for the mare's division. Colson or the end times in Gelding's probably a little bit more open now. Well, they actually um, pushed them together, Chris. So uh, we'll oh. see Tricky Mickey uh, race, wonderful to fly. So um, it's it's going to happen in May. And, yeah, look, I mean, she was really impressive, wonderful to fly, but she did what was expected. I mean, she's gone 57-4. She slipped home in 27. And uh, that's like track work for her. So noted was the interesting runner uh, winning that race. 56. This horse has really improved. Uh, so with a front line draw, uh, he's won his last three now. So he um, he's really stepping up to the grade that is needed to be met. And he raced some nice horses. So Tricky Mickey, I was just a little bit concerned because he just looked like he was bobbing a touch on the corners and just on occasion in the run. So uh, he has had a few issues in the past. So hopefully everything's okay with him and he's pulled up okay. But, uh, yeah, he was just a touch disappointing. But as Junior said in an interview with me for the Trots WA prior to that race, he was outlining that those uh, races can be a little bit tricky, the small fields, especially if you've got a good horse and it can just get a little bit hard to try and go after the leader and also try and stop anything from beating you back in the field. But ultimately, I think Junior would have come off just a touch disappointed with the performance of Tricky Mickey and Goodfellas finished third in that race and should be winning tomorrow. So it was only a small field, but uh, it was a competitive race. And we'll see those five take on the three fillies if they want to go into the final. And a field of eight, and I think wonderful to fly, will be just as good as anything in the field. OK, one final one before I let you go today. Across the weekend, will you speak with Shane? Will I speak with Shane? Yeah. Um, catch up on Easter Sunday or anything like that? Oh, God, no. No, we're not that type of family. Um, <laughs> I'll, say, I'll probably see him at the trots. I'm working for Sky Channel tomorrow, so I'll see him there. He'll have Alpha Prince in uh, the Easter Cup, so I'll probably see him there. What do you want me to ask him? Right. I've just got one question. Just ask him if racing Queensland officials have been on the phone, just sort of, you know, trying to suss him out for any interest for our carnival over here in July. Uh, we've got the Rising Sun. She'll draw well being a mayor. And then there's obviously the Group 1 Golden Girl for the mayors as well, July. So if she's got May with the APG, not long after that. So just ask him if anyone from Queensland has been on the phone trying to find out if there's any interest about our carnival over here. Oh, well, I know that he's interested in travelling this year. So I think you've got a better chance this year than you do uh, from the three-year-old season because he had a lot more to race for over here, but things get a little bit tougher. So, yeah, I'll, I'll mention that to him and uh, try and push him in that direction because I feel like a holiday to Queensland. <laughs> you might need the Cadbury <laughs> favourites on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just sweeten him up. He's a kangaroo supporter, so he's a little bit... Um, he's been a bit sooky for the last few years. Yeah, and with good reason too. So uh, we'll see how that goes across the weekend. Hey, looking forward to catching up next week because the Nullarbor is going to be a big race to talk about. So there's a lot going on uh, that Barry draw on Tuesday. So we'll touch base again next week. Cheers, guys.